Welcome to Wizard vs. Jedi, a podcast where two guys debate things that really don't matter all that much. We've learned not to take ourselves too seriously, but when it comes to things like whether a wizard would beat a Jedi, we take that very seriously. We love it so much that we decided to make a podcast about it. We hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope everybody's doing uh, doing well. This is Wizard versus Jedi, and I think I hear some noise from Scott's phone. I was that, about to say I was just pointing into my name. I, I was in it. I, I was. I can do two things at once. <laughs> well, I heard some feedback from your phone. <laughs> from I think. my phone? I think from, it was. Really? Let's hold on now. That's a sensitive mic right there. That's real sensitive. You can hear that? No. Maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. I heard, like, <laughs> I heard some feedback for a second. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh well. Well, I'm Andrew Baxter. I'm here with Scott Claus and my co-host, and we have a very special guest, and Jordan Holmes. We do. This guy. Hello, Hello everybody. Jordan. Oh, man. It's going to be good. And Scott, tell us the reason why we've asked Jordan on. I'm I'm not sure. I, I don't know why. I mean, you know what? I just, we had already started. We were just testing the mics, and he's throwing out like just ludicrous statements, and I'm, I'm over ludicrous. here like, What was your ludicrous statement, Jordan? Uh, I didn't actually say anything ludicrous. I said, you know, a fact. <laughs> talking about Star Wars Episode Two, Attack of the Clones being one of the greatest movies in cinematic history. Oh my and goodness! I don't see why you guys got so confused. Y'all can see why we have Jordan on now because anyone who's listened to this podcast, or if you're new, welcome. We're glad to have you. We had some guests on last week, and uh, this it was a blast. So we have another guest on. Can't get worse. <laughs> Cannot get worse. Oh, it's definitely going uphill from here. <laughs> and. Jordan, we know Jordan through church, and we've had some conversations. Let's just say we've had some conversations about the prequels in specific. And if you don't know my opinion on the prequels, <laughs> and especially Scott's opinion on the prequels, yeah, go back and listen. Then you can go back and listen to our our recorded, our published works. I have to admit that I actually went back and listened to a couple of them earlier this week so I yeah. could remember what I think about them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know, but more yeah. of the specifics. You care so little about them I just, that I mean, you had to go back and listen to yourself. Yeah. Just baseless <laughs> hatred. That's all I no, hear. No, no, no. It's not baseless. It's we watched not baseless. them. I mean, it, we it, watched them with a critical eye. We too. did. A critical eye. <laughs> yes. A critical eye. Mm. It was a lot of criticism. There was. Mm. <laughs> so, Jordan, before we dive into your ridiculous opinions about Attack of the Clones. I mean beyond ridiculous. Wizard versus Jedi. Who wins in a who wins in a duel? Wizard versus Jedi. Our podcast is called Wizard versus Jedi. And when we say wizard, we're talking Harry Potter wizard. Harry here. Potter wizard. I'm still going with the Jedi is going to win. Okay. Right. Can you give us a little bit of your reasoning behind that? So we got the Force and when I'm thinking about Jedi, I'm immediately going to go to either Luke Skywalker or I can go to Anakin Skywalker, or you know, we just want to dial it back and we can just keep it simple with a uh, Yoda, with the ideas of the Force and just how well you can just manipulate everything. Like, I'm sorry, the little the little twig that he's carrying around isn't gonna do much. <laughs> the little twig, a sword like that. that cuts through everything. The little twig, the sword cuts through hopes and dreams, everything. <laughs> Uh, you know, we actually, we've had this debate. And we I, have. That I, was our first episode. I actually, I wanted it to be a wizard, but I, I came to the conclusion that Jedi as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're going to rehash it. We've, we got a, we've got some uh, some colleagues of mine at work who are passionate, one in particular who's passionate about this, 
we've got an opinion on both sides. Okay. We're going to bring in Good. at oh, some point. So just to tease it, we've had some issues with getting the schedules worked out, but we're going to get it worked out soon and to rehash it. So I think what I want to do for people who know Wizards and Jedi, I really want to make sure that we get their opinion about this. So, so far it is three people all think Jedi wins. All think a Jedi wins. Well, I have. Maybe Scott has, has, have you backed up a little bit? I'm not, you know, we'll see. You're going to give us a little bit. I want to believe that the wizard would. So I'm going to, okay. I'm going to fight for that, but wizard would we'll get there. Are you talking about wizard wood wooden woodwind? I know a wooden wand. Oh. Were you making a joke there? <laughs> wizard would not intentionally. Oh, but I tried to squeeze a joke out of there. You tried to get a pun in there, but uh, I had to wedge it. Uh, <laughs> was that intentional? Was it, that, well, uh, did I just, just catch gonna, the pun? Because uh, I usually miss Ladies and gentlemen, these gonna... are the same people who don't think Attack of the Clones is a good masterpiece. Take these a good masterpiece. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I want to get there, but, but Jordan, first, what, tell us. So, you're a big Star Wars fan. So, yeah. a- Andrew and you have had conversations. Me and you have not had as many. Mm-hmm. So, you're a big Star Wars fan. Are you a Star Wars fan of like all Star Wars, or are you mostly just the prequels? Tell us a little bit about that. So, honestly, I'm a all Star Wars fan. When I first started watching uh, Star Wars, um, I had no idea what was going on. I actually watched them out of order, so I was super confused. What did you start I, with? Um, I started with episode four, and then somehow... What's wrong with episode? That's, that's how that's we how all started with I mean, that's, yeah. See, but the thing about it is... Back I in jump, my day. <laughs> exactly. I jumped from episode four back to episode two. What? And so... Now, that is bad. Yeah, I made a real big mistake with so that. So you one. watched episode two, second, and you still kept watching Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. All In fact, right. I think it was like episode two that like grabbed my heart and just like drew me in there. How old were you then? Do you remember like? So I was probably at least maybe like twelve. Okay. Maybe. All right. So it's your childhood. Yeah. Childhood. Okay. So you know, there's a little bit of nostalgia in there that that it doesn't blind me as much as age blinds us both you, but it's okay. Um, Are you calling us old? No. 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 <laughs> no he's uh, saying we're blinded by our our age. He's saying that we're deluded. <laughs> Quit using the big words on me, Andrew. What? Deluded? No, I, I know deluded. I know. I just, I just wanted to throw, you know. All right. I want to hear more from Jordan. Yes, so yes. You, so but, um, you went to, where did you go from there? Do you remember? So, no, after that, I was able to watch them in order. And so, so one, I two, actually, three, four, yeah, five, six. And seven, then I surged yeah. on through and surged. just like masterpiece, it. masterpiece. Like each one, oh, masterpiece. Each one? Yes, each one, masterpiece. Okay, so you've seen the, the sequels, right? Yes, I've seen the seven, sequels. Seven, eight, nine. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Those. We're gonna we're gonna get there. Don't 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 <laughs> show your hand too too much right now. But okay. So you're you're saying that is Attack of the Clones? It's your favorite. It's my second favorite. Okay. What's number your one? your first favorite? What's number one. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, as I've gotten older, the numbers actually changed. But at this point in my life, uh, it's Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Revenge of the Sith. Is I favorite. thought he was gonna say. The Last Jedi, but oh my goodness, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> can we just admit they That's tried? A disaster. They did try, they didn't have a plan for the what last did three, they but... do? They tried. What does hold on? Wait a minute, what did Yoda say? Yoda said, Do, do. or do not. There is no try. Yeah. try. They chose to try, <laughs> yeah. they did not listen to Yoda. They're not Jedi. Listen to Yoda next time. That's a good point. I don't remember too many Jedi in the sequels. No. There, no, are, there are, what, one official Jedi? 
Yeah, and then we find out Finn has some feel for the Force, oh, but yeah. Yeah. he's not a Jedi. Uh huh. Yeah. Just picked up a lightsaber and started swinging. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, yeah. Started yeah. swinging against a fully trained. Excuse me. Now I'm gonna say fully. Uh, let's say three quarters of a way trained Sith. Sith somewhat lord. <laughs> But and the and problem, but own. the problem is he held his own a little bit. Okay, yeah. That's, he yeah. did but hold his own. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at, you look at uh, Ray, and but she Ray held her own. more sense because Ray really is a more attuned to yeah. the force. Okay, we're getting off track. We are. We are. We are. I, I really, I think, the reason I had Jordan on, the ultimate reason that I wanted Jordan to come in, is because you are of the opinion that Attack of the Clones clearly. And definitively, one of the worst Star Wars films <laughs> in the entire canon. I mean, there's no, there's no argue. I don't even think there's a way to argue for it. And that's what's so amazing is that you're going to sit here and argue. Yes, I will. That it's a great, not only just a good film. It's amazing, but a masterpiece. Yes. All right. Let me let me hear it. All right. So you know. Right now, whenever I watch movies, whenever I watch shows, something that I really love and I think is really big is foreshadowing. Foreshadowing is just like an important piece of like anything you're putting together. When you're looking at an Attack of the Clones, it foreshadows so much. It foreshadows the arrogance of the Jedi. It foreshadows the darkness in Anakin. It foreshadows the manipulation of Padme. That part, I think people underestimate the fact of, you know, Especially because I watched it like twice last night just to make sure came in here with some. Did you fresh really eyes. watch? Did you really? Yes. You watched it twice. Yes, it was great. Back to back. Yes. What do you oh mean? my goodness! I, I mean, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think. I'm. I don't know what I'm starting to think. So well, I, I want you to keep going, but you're married. Yeah. Is, is she a fan too? Does she watch with you? Yeah. She actually. Uh, she likes Star Wars because I got her into it. Okay, so you got her into it, mm. and. She watched both times with you? No, nah, I didn't make her watch it both times. Oh, just once? Did she watch it once? Mm, nah, she was actually watching a, a gymnastics tournament. Okay. So I let her enjoy herself. Zero times. Mm, yeah, she got zero times yeah. this time. But don't worry. She's I'm bringing a, it back She's home. a wise woman. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. I don't know. She so, married a Attack of the Clones fan. Oh, jeez. So the first, <laughs> your, <Hey>. your first <laughs> reason is foreshadowing yeah can you give me an example of that in the film oh great I love oh it. he's pulling his notes yes, out yes i am i'm ready i was ready for this one i'm ready so one of my first things that they uh that they foreshadowed was um the manipulation of the chancellor on both padme and anakin so in the beginning of the movie you know padme's coming back to coruscant she needs a bodyguard because people are trying to kill her like always and the chancellor is the one that suggests anakin and obi-wan you know, kind of discreetly. Nobody. Chancellor Palpatine, for yes. those of you who don't quite remember. Ultimately, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> Somehow, Emperor Palpatine returned. <laughs> I'll never get over that line. All right, keep on keep on going. <laughs> We're going to get off track. Yeah. So, he manipulates them into having them come together all over again. And as their interaction is just going on and on, it's it's a little cringy because you well, can see her. Well, hold on. Stop. Her. Stop. Mm-hmm. Let's you get this. Let's right get this. Word. You you use the exact right word. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is cringy. But you put little in front of little. It. It's a little. A little cringy. It's a lot of cringy. All right. So I'll even give an example. This one scene that really did make me uncomfortable. It like, made you. This scene made you uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, okay. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So she's pack. Padme is packing. Yes. Are you ready to leave? Thank you. <laughs> Come on. And he's just staring at Breach. her. Breach. <laughs> yes. 
Exactly. And she's like, that makes me uncomfortable. Duh. After he he does say something also that's really uncomfortable as well. And then she walks away and he's still just staring. <laughs> he's still staring the entire time. And then his face. But you got to take it to account. He's a teenager. He's a teenager with no he's real 19 guidance. at this yeah. point. Uh, at 19, the brain's not fully developed. Come on. I'm not going to deny that. Not to just awkwardly stare at girls. Well, when you're not around like any women at all, when you're just running around here with a lightsaber being told that this is your life, and then you finally meet the uh, love of your life who you mystically somehow <laughs> gain the trust and love of within the span of a few days. <laughs> that scene sticks in my mind as one of the worst scenes in Star Wars. The scene you're talking about? It, yeah. It's one of the worst scenes in Star Wars. The worst acting. So not only is it, let me back up, not only is it poorly written, it's poorly acted. So the ex- the writing is terrible and the execution is terrible. And those two actors are actually not bad actors. They're not. No, I don't think they are. They're but for whatever actors. reason, maybe the direction was bad. So I completely agree. Except I would say not a little cringy, a, <laughs> a lot, lot of cringy. cringy. But we need that scene. We need that scene to see how this stuff started, specifically but their relationship. You need a scene like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need that scene. You could have done it better. Scene. I think really? you need that scene. You think scene? you need him like creepy? Yeah. I, I, honestly, the reason why I think bordering you, on harassment creepy? Yes, yes. Because you need to understand like their relationship as quote unquote healthy. Some people made to make it want to make it seem it wasn't. Oh, there was nothing healthy about that. I agree. Healthy. You're right yeah. about You've no. got the right. Right, you gotta uh, see how got this it. stuff started. You gotta You've see gotta the foundation, beat on it, man. Yeah, you gotta see the foundation. Yeah, but this kind of foreshadows how their relationship continues to develop, and it just gets worse from then on in. Okay, I I can't disagree with you. But I don't this know is good foreshadow. I don't know we how this. I don't know how you end up saying it's a good film with what you just said, but because it foreshadows just how bad that relationship. So for you, is. a good film equals foreshadowing. If a movie has foreshadowing, hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod, then it's a good film? Good foreshadowing. It's like when you plant a seed, you tell me it's for an apple tree. And I come back, and oh, guess what? It's an apple tree. That's good foreshadowing. Yeah. As opposed to somebody plants a seed, they tell me it's an apple tree. I come back and I see lemons. I want to see where okay. this is going. In other words, but see, to me, it felt like that scene felt like I was being hit over the head. <laughs> Multiple times. Right. It's not subtle. It's not... You could have done it completely differently instead of you're making me uncomfortable. Oh, she meant that too when she was looking at him. He made me uncomfortable. I rewinded that he scene. He made everything. <laughs> <laughs> I did rewind that I scene. Rewinded that scene. <laughs> I had to. So you watched it three times. For those of you who don't know what rewind means, it used to actually mean rewind a tape. Yeah. An actual physical <laughs> tape. Yeah. To- Jordan, were you alive? Yes. With VHS I was. tapes? It's alive for now. Okay. okay. I had Lion King. <laughs> ah. I've still got a few VHSs. That's a classic. I don't have Dragon Ball Z as well. Yeah, okay. Dragon Ball Z? We brought Dragon Ball Z. We brought that up in a podcast not that long ago. I think it was the Versus Battles. Yeah, we had to skip it because we didn't know anything about it. Right. But anyway, Mm. keep going. So we've got foreshadowing. All right, for our Uh, listeners, Jordan says foreshadowing and cringiness equal a good movie. (laughs) Keep going. Oh, my gosh. Also, um, one of my favorite parts in the movie and the least end? favorite part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> it's okay. The force isn't strong here. I can tell. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite parts, uh, Jar Jar Banks. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Let it finish. What? Let it finish. So I understand he is not a, he's there for the com- comedic relief. And I, he did that role a little too well. 
but let's the not look on Scott's face right that. now. Scott, what do you got coming out there? Come on. I just what's what you were talking about? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that all day. Nobody wants to hear that all day. Nobody does. But let's keep in mind what he did in the Senate when he was the one that gave Chancellor Palpatine his emergency powers. He literally laid out the doom of the entire republic by proposing that bill. But but you're trying there's no way he should have been in that position. He's George R. Binks. Like, why in the world? Like, that's not believable to me that he's even in that, that position. That actually is pretty believable oh. if you think about who we have in politics today. Well, okay. There we go. Touche. Touche. <laughs> okay. There you I, go. You know what? Well, well played. I can't argue that. Oh, gosh. I'm going to call that a check. I won't call it checkmate. I'll call it check. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's actually, like, really important just seeing the amount of damage this one unprepared person... <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Just, just you might be able to hear it, but uh, we have Scott's daughters over here with us, and she's giggling in the background. Yeah, I don't think we can hear, but anyway, I mean, in the mic. But yeah, I don't if, think if so. If you hear background hear noise, that's what it is. That's what it is. She's giggling. Cutest she's giggling in the world. <laughs> she's not laughing at Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I will say that. But yeah, I mean, what he did—that he just doomed the entire republic. Like simple. He doomed the entire movie by being in it. What's your counterpoint to that? You know, whenever we look at a movie and we expect, you know, our portrayal, we look at certain characters who are capable of it. Count Dooku, come on. We saw that like a mile away. Anybody with the name Count in their name, I'm not trusting you. Count Dracula? Not trusting him either. Okay, <laughs> so, all right. There you go. What right. about the Count from Sesame Street? Isn't that Count Dracula? No, he's called the Count. It's different. Oh, yeah, apparently I didn't watch enough Street. Sesame Street. He's not Neither Dracula. did I. No, he's the Count. Yeah, that's oh. not okay. He doesn't betray you. Mm, I wouldn't trust him. A one, a two. <laughs> See, that's who I thought. Yeah, was that's count. not oh, okay I, for you me. You know what? Yeah, I'm calling Count Dracula. I know that's okay. It is the count. The oh, count. I'm understanding. Okay. Yeah. 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 My brain's fried. Okay. Yeah. So there yeah. we're go. talking about Jar Jar, and I just can't think anymore. Hey, I well, you don't have to because, <laughs> I mean, he came there. He did what he was supposed to do. He okay. The Republic. You're, 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 uh, yeah. So you're saying, you say, your your point now is, foreshadowing. And Jar Jar. But, but can we even take that a step <laughs> so further? foreshadowing no, 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 no. and using a very sad character, for lack of a better term, for something extremely important. I just want to point out that you're trying to fight for these movies being good and you use the cringiest scene in the movie and Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Uh, I'm, okay. That's his argument so, All right. so far. All right. So, I'm, far. I'm, so far. Okay. So far. Yeah, we're so gonna have far. to do. We're gonna have to do it. Put this on Instagram. We're gonna do an Instagram poll <laughs> after this episode drops, and we're gonna see what our listeners think. Yeah, about this one, we'll see. I have my predictions. <laughs> you know what? I can even keep going. I uh, want you to keep no, going. We, we need. That's yeah, why yes. we're. That's I why mean, you're I'm, here. I'm, and then we get the clone army. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Honestly, that's just amazing right off the bat. How so? So bad CGI that doesn't hold up well. First of all, the CGI held up well enough. Well <laughs> held enough. Held up well enough. It looks we, the same as Clone, the Clone Wars uh, animated series. Not really. Doesn't look the same. Doesn't look the same. That Clone Wars animated series, that's some good stuff. <laughs> now, the, uh, what they had in the movie, it wasn't bad. I really loved it because you want to know my favorite part about that is, you know, we, we always get debates between the science and like religion. Can they relate and whatnot? You got people on both sides. But in the movie right here, you know, you can just go with me with this one. We got the Jedi Order, which could be religion, and then we got the clones, which could be science. They come together, and in a sense, they're succeeding. 
especially on that first war. But little do they know their enemy created this. And so now this very tool that they're trying to use to hold the galaxy together, it's going to destroy them. So that's just beautifully put together. That's some good irony. Uh, There's I, some I, irony there. Yeah. Doesn't make the movie good, but I can appreciate I, I, it. I appreciate the irony. <laughs> right. I'm not going to deny. You've got, you've done some good study here. But you're thinking also, you got to think, the attack on Geonosis. The Jedi, yeah. like a lot of the Jedi who were there, they were easily trusting other clone soldiers. Granted, they already knew that Qui-Gon Jinn, somebody that kicked off, excuse me, not Qui-Gon Jinn, Master Sifo-Dyas, somebody that kicked off of the council commissioned this. And then on top of that, there's more scrutiny. Now there's some random person who's named Tyrannus who commissioned for Django Fed to be the archetype for everything. And they don't they don't question this. They just get in the car with a stranger and say, let's go. Are you saying, what, what's your point here? I'm, I'm missing the point. So my point here is that that's a really good moment in the movie to show the fault of the Jedi. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. They just mixed in with this yeah. and it's going to destroy them. And so I yeah. really like it, and I give this to George Lucas, because he's given an example of science and religion not coming together in the best way, because science is going to destroy it. It's going to destroy it. Those clone troopers are, man, it just gets sad. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong necessarily, but I also don't think it makes it a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've brought up some great points. I think that's a good analysis. <laughs> And I will say, for Andrew to not like Attack of the Clones, I mean, he actually liked The Phantom Menace, which is even worse. So Even worse? So The Phantom yeah, Menace the is, Phantom Menace Menace is oh, worse yeah. than Attack of the yeah, Clones? Yeah, Phantom Menace is Oh, awful. no. That's not my top three. It's definitely not my top Phantom three. Phantom no, Menace is, is, oh, my goodness. It's awful. I mean, outside, you have Qui-Gon. Yes. Which, I love Qui-Gon. Yes. You know? I want more Qui-Gon. I agree. But it's still, young Anakin is absolutely awful i've been over this but he, he's awful he's not terrible yeah. awful. young anakin young anakin i'm not going to deny that that anakin has his issues lots okay? of them there's there's issues but as a whole when you look at the whole film compared entertainment value watchability the whole film compared in my view that is i would probably never watch episode two again if I I probably never have to watch episode two again, but episode one I would absolutely watch episode one again. No, I yeah, just found it. I me. just found it a more entertaining film. I would. I would. I I know I'm on an island. I know I'm on an island. No, here. you're on a rock. <laughs> it's just a rock, man. I'm I have an island. island. And it's only you. <laughs> I am on Luke Skywalker's island, and Ray will never come to visit. Me. <laughs> no, I was about to ask if she allowed no, to come. But you can have young Anakin. I will take young Anakin. No. Except if I were Luke, I would probably force choke him by that point, which would mean wow. I would kill myself. No. Okay, wait, so you would force choke yourself? No, no, because it's young Anakin. So if you kill young Anakin as young Anakin, then Luke never comes about. I will take oh, the 19 okay. I got you. Right? Definitely I got take you. the 19 year old. Okay. Prefer him. Fair enough. Fine. Episode two. See, I think episode two is by far the worst Star Wars film. It's it's the second worst. You know what? Since Followed closely by, and I would put it as. I would say it was followed closely by, um, let's see, episode, let's see, I'd say The Last Jedi is probably my second worst. <laughs> Third worst. And then yes. episode one, I'll admit, episode one would be my third worst Star Wars film. So why? All right, we're getting off track. We're, I need to hear more about episode two. Because, and I'll, I'll say this, as a child, not as a, well, well, 
I was a young young man, so I was probably a teenager. Because let's see, that would have come out in two thousand one, something like I that. Believe so. 2000, 2002. 2002? 2002. Okay, so I was in high school. Well, maybe middle or late middle school. Anyway, early. I can't remember. The no, we had definitely would have been in high school. The uh, I was I loved episode two. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had the soundtrack on CD mm. and would listen to it all the time. The music is great. It's always great. In the film. Always. But because it's John Williams' score. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. But at watching it as an adult, when we did, actually, the, the time that I watched it again that I recall is when we watched it for our podcast. Yes. We did the reviews and I watched it again and I could not believe how bad it was. <laughs> I was, Why I was flabbergasted. Why is it bad? Why. I gotta hear You're why. explaining why it's bad. <laughs> no, you I'm, keep doing I'm that. I'm explaining pivotal moments in the movie that literally set bad up execution. and keep the timeline moving. Okay. I'm just going to let you keep rolling. Let's, <laughs> let's keep you rolling. So another thing I, I love about the movie um, is basically just Anakin's like, I love Anakin's character at this stage. It's just so obviously conflicted. Like, I get it. Like, he's just teetering between the dark side. And honestly, a good bit of the time, he's choosing the dark side. I just think he's hormonal. Can we say that? I mean, hormones are a thing. He's, staring, I mean, he's, he's 19. You said earlier he's 19. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he never is been a whiny. According to you, he has never been around a woman before. Hey, I, I don't think he has. But um, <laughs> by the way, he's staring at her in those scenes. Uh, that was just another thing. It was just like his rants. Like, for an example, the only rant I say is like really, really justified is after he retrieves his mother from the Tuscan Raiders. That rant when he like loses it, saying that he wants to learn the power to keep people from dying, at that stage in his life where he knows he's powerful, he literally knows he's powerful, he knows he can somewhat, and, and don't jump out your seats, he can somewhat rival Obi-Wan. Can't beat him, but he can at least you know challenge him just a little bit, just to keep the ball rolling. So he's at this stage where he's like, He's confused. He's like, I have all this power, but I couldn't even save my mother. So, of course, he's sitting there trying to figure out, like, what can I do? And he's just completely confused. I think that's a really good rant because it shows a good setup of how Palpatine really gets the hooks in him. Because he just yeah. simply just. I think, that. yeah, episode two. Well, Scott, you haven't said much lately. You have this sort of perplexed look. <laughs> in your face. Well, I mean, okay, that rant was. Uh, it, everything he does comes off as whiny. His rants are whiny. They're annoying, and yep. and and it's I hate it because I don't think Hayden Christensen is a bad actor. He's not. But it, it was not well done. And again, we don't know if that was direction. We don't know, but it, it was just. I think it killed his acting career. I he mean, did. he wasn't in a whole lot after that. To my knowledge, he did actually go to a an acting uh, either was an acting camp after he finished acting with the. Camp. Um, he should have got four. He did Star Wars, but I don't know. And it, it just... I mean, my thing is, is like, he had to play, like, in your words, a hormonal character. <laughs> and he did a pretty good job with it. But we just can't, we can't sidestep the fact that he was extremely powerful and not well-guided. Obi-Wan was trying his best, but even Obi-Wan was, like, really kind of dropping a ball just a little bit. I know we love Obi-Wan. I know we do. I love him. I love him a lot. But he did drop the ball just like a little bit towards that stage in his life. Now, when they get into the war, now when they actually get into the war, I mean, things kind of get a little bit better for him. 
Well, if you want my theory, sorry, go ahead. Well, so I, don't, I don't think we'd argue with what you're saying. No, I think everything I you're think saying is right. The the premise and the idea for the movie was not bad. Mm. It was the execution. I, yes. Where I, in yes. the execution? The I, acting. I think it was genuinely I mean, that, in two things. It was bad dialogue. Yes. Terrible dialogue. Mm. And bad acting. Those two things together ruin the film. I think none of those things, none of the things that you're saying are wrong. In fact, I think you're right. The the movie has some great storylines. Yeah. But they are so poorly executed that it just completely ruins the film. So what's your, here's my analogy. Here's what I would say. Okay. Someone comes up with a wonderful recipe mm-hmm. for whatever it might be. Pizza. Coffee, pizza. coffee. I don't know what I say. Coffee, coffee cake. I don't know what. <laughs> pizza, pizza. A beautiful recipe for pizza, but if you don't execute the recipe well, mm-hmm. the pizza is not going to be good. Yeah, and we're looking at a bad pizza here. Also, don't think you guys are taking into account who's doing the the baking. So, well, in this, yeah, with the pizza, cooking the pizza, we got to remember he is a teenager. So I think you guys are expecting a little bit more of a mature love story or mature no, no. <laughs> like dialogue from this man he has to play this really messed up kid so are you, apparently are been you dreaming about a woman for 10 years the same woman for here's 10 what years. i want here's what I want. are you willing to admit are you willing to admit right now that the execution of the acting is poor no oh god <laughs> i will give the execution of the acting a seven out of ten. Oh, what? I will give it a seven out of ten. Um, I, I I got no words. I will give it a I seven just, out of ten. I mean, you have Obi Wan, Obi Wan, and and well, Qui Gon's not in it anymore, right? Obi Wan, no. Qui Gon is. Qui Gon, Qui Gon's voice. Man. You get like Qui-Gon's one voice. Qui Gon's yeah. voice as he's killing the Tuscan. So yes. that's it. All yes. you got, and I didn't is, pick up on that until I watched the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all you got is Obi Wan. I mean, I, I'm trying even, to add. even you got to realize yeah. even Obi Wan like he's he's so much better in Revenge of the Sith. Yes, as a as a person, because right now in Episode Two, he's kind of like Ugh, like as a mentor, he's not really giving him the guidance. Even he's a little hypocritical at times. Like for an example, when Padme is getting attacked, so Obi Wan does his thing. He immediately jumps out the window and grabs the droid that released those uh poisonous things. And so, like, they're, he's flying along. Anakin finally comes and catches him. And then he's, like, really just going in on Anakin because he, quote, unquote, took the wrong turn. Yeah. Like, just going in on him. And then you know what Anakin does? He jumps out and gets on the actual other speeder of the person. And he and when Obi-Wan looks down, Obi-Wan's, again, disappointed. He says, I hate it when he does that. I'm like, Obi-Wan, you just did that. You just did that, like, a few scenes ago. I'm we're just not, like, he doesn't see the yeah, actual, not, like, examples he's setting for him and how... Anakin actually follows through with those examples, but he does it in his own way. You're about to say something. I, I'll let you. I'm not going to deny I, I just, anything you said. Yeah, I think it's it's again we go back to ex- execution. It's we're not. I think everything you're saying is right. The setup for episode two mm-hmm. was there. Yeah, it was there. It they missed the mark. Mm-hmm. I think if they could go back and remake this, it could be very well done. It could be a great movie. Because the story, like I said, the storyline's there. 
I just think they did it poorly. Yeah, but you need those cringy scenes. <laughs> I don't know you that don't you do you because them. you have you, you can show yeah. awkwardness in other ways. You can show dysfunction, relational dysfunction in other ways. I think that to to choose to do it in that way just makes it almost unwatchable. <laughs> almost, un- I would probably never and and just nobody, to, uh, we don't want to watch cringy. I mean, you do you do wonder. Well, there are times when I, I remember extent. watching. Yeah. I remember watching this film. And it's the scene, the they're on Naboo, and it's the scene in the fireplace, like the fireplace scene. Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah. Where he says something about, Anakin goes off on this thing, where he's clearly... Confessing a deep love. He's clearly not just upset. He's not in love with this woman. He's obsessed with this woman. Yeah. Right? And I think deeper to Anakin's story is the fact that the Jedi way wrecks Anakin. Yeah. It's not it's not uh, necessarily Obi-Wan. I think it's the Jedi way. Because the Jedi way says, Anakin, these emotions you're having, you're not allowed to have those. Yeah. And when he tries to suppress them, he's drawn into the dark side. Mm-hmm. Because the dark side says, you're allowed to have these emotions. And I think one of the themes of Star Wars is the untenability if that's a word, I don't know if it is, of the Jedi way. The Jedi are, are unsustainable because they are forcing people to be less than human. Mm-hmm. They're forcing people to say, you can have certain emotions, but you can't have a whole set of human emotions that are completely natural. And I think that's really why, and you see that in the film. But it's again, I keep going back to execution. It's done so poorly that the poor execution gets in the way of a potentially good story. That scene when he's confessing his undying love to her, I think that scene was done well. But it's not undying he let love. Her know, like, it's not undying love. It's obsession. It's obsession. Yeah. Which is different because undying I agree. It is love, love would say, I love you. I want the best for you no matter what. If that's with me, great. If it's not with me, good luck somewhere else. Yeah, that's not love you're getting from a man, Anakin. You're not getting that kind right, of love. Right. So no. you're getting possession yep. and obsession. Exactly. And guess what? She took it, which <laughs> and she which was makes happy. it worse. Which, which makes me wonder, because, but, but why that, she falls in love. Well, but that's that's the part of the problem too. Is she is a strong, independent woman? She's been a queen. She's been a, she is a senator, and you fall for that? Like I, it doesn't make sense for her character. So you know, what? I actually do agree with that. And and granted, with me, um, I'm going to throw these in here. I try not to put them in here but because i watched the clone wars the uh series and whatnot and just get to see their interactions one of the theories that i've been working on i'm trying to get good proof for it is i feel like the force had a lot to do with her falling in love with him i feel like there had to be something else in there because you think so it had to be simply because so when i watched them in the clone wars she she's very strong very independent but whenever he gets around of course she gets a little dysfunctional which is you know of course when you're your love gets around, you know, you get a little bit different, but no, she, she kind of gets a lot, very dysfunctional. And then in the movie, no matter what, she's constantly just shooting him down at every single turn. You're making me uncomfortable. Stop this. We can't live a lie. And at the very end of the movie, I love you. I love you so much. What do you mean? How did this happen? Is it because I got so traumatized to the point that you just fell in love with me? Or was there some kind of outside force kind of, you know, controlling you as well? I feel like you're arguing for us. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not arguing I feel for like you're you. Making, <laughs> making our argument. I'm not arguing for you, but we gotta remember Anakin was born of the Force, so I'm. I will not. Metachorians. Yeah, <laughs> Metachorians. I apologize to everybody word. I offend with that word. Metachorians. I was told that Metachorians is not an appropriate term to use towards um uh, the older generation. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'm, 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 why? I don't know. He, he just I think a lot of a, he just told yeah. me not to say that. I think a lot of people were were angry with Lucas. Yeah. Okay. When he yes. came up with the idea okay. that there was some physical manifestation that the connected part. with the force. Set the mysticism out of it. Yeah. I and I'm of the opinion that Star Wars is not science fiction. I think it's space themed fantasy. It's a as space a opera. I agree, but I think it's better off it's as a, a space themed fantasy. It's not really scientific. Because there aren't, they don't spend a whole lot of time on science. When you get the breakdown on those lightsabers, uh, they talk about kyber crystals, but that's about it. Yeah, but that's like that sounds more mystical than anything else. Anyway, count. <laughs> I think we have exhausted <laughs> your defense of the Clone Wars. <laughs> has your opinion changed, Scott? Oh no, no. But I, honestly, I would say. The Clone Wars, the series, does a better job. Or Attack of the Clones, pardon me. Yes. Yeah, the Clone Wars, the series, does a better job with the prequels than the prequels did with the prequels. Yeah, I think this, the Clone Wars was people realizing, we need to do this better. It, it, it does make the prequels better. Well, you know, you got to keep in mind, there's a difference between you, when you're making a movie versus when you're making a show. Oh, of course. And then yeah. also, they just had the advantage of the clones in general. Like, they were able to really squeeze a lot of just entertainment value and just overall just love just from the clones in general like the fan base that the clones got after the clone wars even before disney got a hold of everything it's amazing yeah and then they had ahsoka and yeah that's you know good. that didn't start off well but it definitely ended well i agree and it's keeping it's going it's, still, it's yeah. continuing oh, yeah. well we can we could probably keep talking about this for a lot longer there's no probably <laughs> we could but, but I want to make sure that we, we leave some room for future episodes. Wait, you plan on having him back? Yes, I think <laughs> so. This is, this is a great conversation. So we could talk about the, the sequels. I think I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know that I want well, to open that uh, can real of quick, worms. Real quick, before we, uh, before we, I want to fully open this can of worms, but what is your opinion on The Last Jedi? You your fan? views. Ranking in worst category. It's um, it's it's not a favorite. Okay, it's not all right. Just would you sure. would you rewatch it? No. Okay. Okay. Right. So that's kind like bottom to say. That's like bottom of the barrel. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it pains me to say because yeah. you know I I want to watch anything that has a uh, Carrie Fisher in it. And um, wait a second, was she even in the Last Jedi? Yes. Yes. Yes, she was. See, there, th- she's running away. The whole the whole movie is Leia is flying her ship away from some other ships. Yeah, and then she's out in a window, and yeah, that's it. She's using the force. That's it. Stuck herself now. back in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that scene. Um, there's too yeah. many. Yeah, there's too many. Yeah. Too many problems. Yeah, that shows you how long it's been since I've actually seen that. Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. I really tried to give my heart and soul to so, the sequels. I yeah. really did. Like I walked into each one, and like this is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be amazing, and I walked out like, okay, we can do this again. <laughs> we can try again. <laughs> See, I love the Rise of Skywalker, though. 
but uh, we, I, I'm opening really? a can of worms. Yeah. I'm opening a can well, of worms. and we uh, can talk. I think we should have. Uh, ah, gosh, you we can should have me on again. Uh, yeah, I think I will do that. <laughs> I think we'll have we'll have Jordan on again. But this has been a good discussion. So let's been. give our listeners your final. Can you give us just a one sentence synopsis? Why you think that episode two, Attack of the Clones, is a masterpiece of filmmaking? Episode two, Attack of the Clones, lays some pretty solid foundation. And you don't get that everywhere. It lays some pretty solid foundation for the Star Wars franchise moving forward. It does. And I would just say, the foundation's cracking. (laughs) (laughs) You need to call some foundation experts. Yeah. We need to get some more concrete in there. I'm going to build build a house on that foundation. (laughs) Good luck. Wow. Good luck. All right. All right. I mean, I'll build a house. We're definitely going to keep recording here and not at your house. Yeah, definitely. I, I yeah, won't invite I mean, you guys. No. <laughs> We're only allowing people that are strong with the force. So, you know. Oh, yeah. all right. All right. Well, according to you, our Metachlorian <laughs> count doesn't match up. Yeah, it definitely doesn't match up with Anakin's. We're not whiny enough. You're not. Yes, not. I'm not. I don't get that cringy <laughs> feel. Like, you got to give me that cringe about I mean, it. I can stare at you. Well, I kind of got mics in the way. I don't know. Yeah. And, well, but not, no, you got to stare through me because he was staring <laughs> through her every time he was staring <laughs> through her. At first, I thought he was looking at me. I'm on the other side of the screen. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love it. I love it. But yeah, it's that foundation. I really love Attack okay. of the Clones. I love right. it. I watched it twice. I'm gonna watch it again when I get home. Oh no! Definitely am. And really? All two hours and 22 minutes. Yes. Oh, it's such a long film too. Uh, it's great, man. It's great. Scott, give us your one sentence opinion on Attack of the Clones. Trash. <laughs> Just one word. <laughs> one word. Trash. Trash. Uh, the poorly made sentence. Uh, I mean, it, we, we said it's execution. It's poor acting. Poor execution. I mean, it's supposed that. So whose it's, acting was good? Obi, Obi Wan, Ewan McGregor. Obi Wan did yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I mean, he wasn't I, I great. Think he was even he, was, he was even he was weak in that film. Yes, I agree. But he was he was he was about it. I mean, you only see Padme and Anakin together basically, and the two of them together were awful in this movie. Just yeah. like their relationship. The rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll say for what I, for for my part, I'll say I liked the film when I watched it when I, in the theaters. I might have watched it again in between then, but when I watched it last year for this podcast, it was rough. It was almost unwatchable. Oh man! And we will have to put up a a poll on Instagram to see whether who, we got Jordan back. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we have. He's a good foil for our for our uh, banter. Yes. So. Anyway, no, I'm not getting the hate on you today. Well, I just yeah, it's def- that's why you want you on. It's deflected hate all on, to him. Yeah, it's deflected okay. all to him. No. Well, let me th- let me thanks uh, thank Jordan and Scott. I keep wanting to say Scott, but you let do. me say say Jordan. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. We're gonna have you back to talk about the sequels. Ooh. at some point. Yeah, I won't rewatch those before I come back. <laughs> oh, cold. Wow, none of them. Okay, all right, we got to talk about them. I, I, we'll save it, but we'll- okay. Curious. Any final closing thoughts, Scott? No, I do not have any final thoughts, but I will say as always, wizard versus Jedi podcast at gmail.com is our email. Wizard versus Jedi podcast is our Twitter and Instagram handle. I keep saying handle and I need to look that up and see if that's I, right. I've I been told know. by the younger folks. It's right. That's right. Okay. So <laughs> that is, is our right. handle. I mean, you know, look us up, like us, listen, tell your friends, subscribe, re- review us. Yeah. Yeah. Email us. Carrier pigeons. Email us. I haven't checked since the last time we recorded. So, and you know what? 
My mom said that was a joke. I knew it was a joke. I knew it was a joke, but I just so you did to do it just anyways. to mess with me. <laughs> no, no, I did to mess with your mom. <laughs> oh, okay. fair enough. I told her we would uh, any any sales we get, we would take a commission. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if our audience is really in that uh, area of expertise. I, I don't think but. so. But anyway, thanks everybody for listening. This has been Wizard versus Jedi. 